Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. Julie, I was looking at my notes, and you know what we forgot to mention is November is the month of gratitude. And week two, you're supposed to be showing professional gratitude towards your centers of influence. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, towards your professional centers of influence, towards your service providers, your coaches, hey, hint, hint, towards anyone who basically has helped to make this a hopefully a very great year for all of you. Uh, you need to be sending them overt words of praise in a form of email or a handwritten note, things of that nature. That's what this week is all about. Julie, we forgot to mention that the other day because I know the podcast wasn't working on Monday. We didn't mention it yesterday. But we, so this week, guys, last week was uh, uh, showing gratitude towards your centers of influence and past clients. We gave you specific rules for that, suggestions on that. And this week is obviously, again, just to make it very clear, make a point of writing down a list of all the folks that you had help you with any transaction, office managers. It could even be other agents. I mean, when Julie and I used to do this when we sold real estate, we would absolutely positively to all the agents we did co-ops with, we would write them a personal note this time of year thanking them. Um, and then, you know, anybody else that helped us along the way, any mentors or coaches or anything like that that helped us along the way, we'd do the same thing. Showing gratitude towards other people for anybody that's had a positive impact on your life, guys, has a profound impact. And there's been all kinds of psychological studies that basically by showing gratitude, it puts your mind in a mental state of um, really essentially no, of no or low ego, and you become much more effective at um, – frankly, communicating with other people and selling. So there's some side stream benefits from showing gratitude. But again, make a list, uh, check it twice, <laughs> and then send everyone an email or write them a nice personal card. So Julie, welcome to today's podcast. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. And I would add that for many of our listeners, using something like a bomb bomb video adds a personal yep. touch and is efficient at the same time. I think it shows that you care. It's more likely to be opened as a video. And it's funny, a lot of agents will do something on BombBomb video before they'll go out and go one-on-one person-to-person. I think especially for – it's funny, it's a great combination because, you know, our extroverted agents love to be on camera, so you don't have to talk them into it. But our more introverted listeners like using BombBomb because they get to cut it and recut it and really get their message the way they want it. And they'll do this type of outreach – more than if you ask them to actually go one-on-one. So just wanted to add that as an option. That's a great idea. Well, anyway, the point is just to do it, though. Don't just overanalyze how you're going to do it. it. If you don't have an organized list – if you don't have an organized list, just basically say, I'm going to do two or three a day and organize your list as you do it. Don't just organize your list and say you're going to do it because otherwise you'll procrastinate and you'll never do it. So we're going to pick up yep. where we left off the other day on 15 crazy obvious truths we forget too quickly, uh, starting with point number five. But before we do, I believe that Julie has an email she'd like to read uh, from one of our listeners. Okay. And sorry. I you know, I did warn right. you before the show I was going to ask you to read it. I know, it. I know, I know. I had too many things up here. <laughs> Oh, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, sorry. Oh, no, what? Did you find it? No. I'll jump ahead. Okay. There's two new you comments jump ahead on, and I'll go there's ahead. Two, yeah, um, there's two new comments on um, Amazon, positive reviews, five-star reviews. Thank you very much for Harris Rules. And I'll read those because we always like to um, thank the people who took the time to do it. Um, this one is from Paul. Thank you very much, Tim and Julie. I got my license on Friday, <laughs> bought the book a couple of weeks ago. It could not wait to put it all in practice down uh, to earth teachings and advice you lay out on this book. It, uh, it is most inspiring and motivating. I true, truly believe I'll succeed in, real, in my real estate career, and I feel I have the guide with this book to help me achieve my goals. And thank you very much, Paul. And, of course, Tan, uh, Tanya, um, a good friend of ours, she uh, uh, posted, excellent tool for business, easy read uh, with a message of action, had to get the book out after the download so I could highlight several items that really stuck with me, a must read. And thank you for that. And uh, the audio, the audible version of the book, audible version, oh, I said it right the second time, it's coming out, we're thinking by the end of this month. Um, so look for that. I know a lot of you guys are like Julie and I, where we like to, li- you know, Julie and I listen to literally two and three books a week. Um, and we listen to mostly on the weekends or in the evenings, but uh, you guys can do the same thing with our book. And it will be a great – the whole point of this book is really to have on your desk at all times if you're ever trying to find true north in your business or, frankly, even in any aspect of your life. We wanted it to make it so this book was sitting there so you could grab it, so you could start reading it, so you could start basically retuning your GPS to the direction you wanted to go. You know, This time of year is obviously a great time of year to get your head together about what your goals are for next year. Harris Rules is the perfect book to complement in that, compliment you on that journey. Matter of fact, <clears throat> Julie, I think a good part of this is – literally just i'm skipping through it now i'm trying to remember what chapter is literally about putting your business plan together so if you guys haven't purchased harris rules yet do go to amazon.com uh, purchase the book we'd certainly appreciate it and when you do so by the way we are uh, providing our our mastermind for the rest of this year it's every friday and the mastermind is for those of you who've helped to make the book the number one international bestseller that it is uh, so please go purchase the book, and um, obviously we want you to read a few chapters and then leave us a five-star review. That would be wonderful. And email help at timandjulieharris.com, and someone from our customer service team will give you the login for the free mastermind. It's only for those of you who have purchased the book, and we'd really have loved it if you have also left us a five-star review. That's great. But purchasing the book was the only requirement. And then you can join us every Friday for the rest of the year. And the uh, mastermind's theme is the 10-10 challenge, 10 new listings and 10 pounds of weight loss adjust accordingly. We had a nice person say, I didn't need to lose weight, but I'd gained three pounds of muscle, and that's good too. The point is to do something. No, don't do nothing. But Julia, I had a fun coaching call with one of our clients in Reno, Joe, and Joe's going to earn $1.2 or $1.3 million in commission this year. And because he's following Harris rules, his net from that is going to be like almost all that. He has virtually no business expense because he runs his business the smart way. And he told me in an office where there's 250 agents, he told me he was there, he's been there every single day, and it's only been him and four other agents. Literally, there's nobody else in the office. Wow. That's awesome. I, I wonder if there's, honestly, I don't know the answer to this question, but I wonder if there's any other business on the face of the earth where people just bug out like that anywhere near the holidays. I, I really, I can't I imagine know. there is because that's just, that, but look, it's a huge opportunity. I had, I had another guy, Rob, in Greenwich, Connecticut. Rob just sold a $5 million house. It's normal for Rob to sell $5 million, $7 million, $10 million, $12 million. And Rob gets all of his business from his centers of influence and past clients. And I've been doing everything in my power. This guy's in Greenwich, Connecticut, one of the most expensive markets in the world, to try to get him to call expired. Well, finally he does it. I know. I couldn't <laughs> believe it myself. 
you know, <laughs> Julie knows I Rob, I so she can imagine what it is. I thought I felt the the clouds uh, parted. He came to a call today. He came, Julie, he, he, on his coaching call, he comes to the call, he goes, I'm asking for, you know, what's the best thing that happened in your business since our last call to make you money? That's always the first question I ask my clients. And then he goes, he starts rattling off the things that he did, like he's meeting with Ryan Surhant, one of our superstars. You guys know him from Bravo TV. He's meeting with him in Manhattan today, and he's, you know, he sold a $2 million house and listed another one. Listed. And then in conversation, he says, oh, and I called, you know, he's British. He goes, I called, you know, two expireds, and then he goes on to the next point. I go, what? what? <laughs> you called what? two expireds? Then he goes, yes, I was trying to see if you were paying attention. And then we talked about that. <laughs> and, yeah, here's, here's what he told me. These expires were, you know, mega bucks, seven, $8 million houses, and they had received a total of zero calls from other agents. He was the only agent in Greenwich, Connecticut really? that was calling expires. Yeah, Julie, zero. Yeah. Well, so oh, that encourages him, obviously, to call more. There were, a total, there were a total of 20, and he only actually called two. Um, but now he's actually motivated to call more. So this is all very exciting. So did you find that email? Yes, I did indeed. And it starts like this. This is from actually an insurance agent named Donna in the Washington, D.C. area. She says, hello, Tim and Julie. I am not a realtor. I'm an insurance agent, but I have to say that I've gotten so much value from your podcast, I cannot tell you. Your principles transcend all industries. OMG, I found you by accident. I was in my university on wheels, a.k.a. my car, looking for some mind food. I don't even know what I put in the search bar, but you guys came up, so I checked you out. I've been so hooked on your podcast that I've shared them with my husband, who is also in financial services, my friend who is a realtor, as well as some young guy I met at the car dealership who, as it turns out, hung his realtor license up because he wasn't making any money at it. You guys kick me in the pants every day, and I need it. I don't keep 10 listings in my pipeline, but I do keep better track of what's going on in my business, ask for more referrals, talk to more people, and am more excited about what I do. Also, I got some great marketing ideas from your listeners and members when you share them. I just wanted to say thank you for living your dream out loud so I, we, can take a peek and learn how to be more successful in what I and we do. From Donna in uh, the D.C. area, I believe, based on her area code. So thank you for that, Donna. We very much appreciate your kind words and your listenership and, of course, sharing this podcast with your friends and colleagues. So back to you, Tim. It was a great email, though. We d yeah, it was. We do have a lot of listeners that are not in the real estate business, and that doesn't surprise me whatsoever because the tenets of what we teach are applicable to anybody who is basically a small business owner. An insurance person is the same, you know, has the same challenges that everyone else does. You know, as she said, maybe she doesn't have a 10-10 challenge. Maybe it's not 10 listings at all times. But maybe, Donna, you replace that with maybe having 10 uh, pre-scheduled appointments at all times, right? So maybe you have 10 fully pre-qualified appointments at all times. You never are looking forward at the next 30 days without having at least 10 solid you know, pre-qualified, truly motivated appointments. That might be how you basically go about quantifying uh, your forward pro uh, progress. And we have some pe just all kinds of different business owners, and they're, they're finding us mostly from the book because Amazon's, you know, uh, pushing the book fairly aggressively to anyone that think, uh, thinks might uh, anyone who might be a good fit for it. So a lot of business owners and entrepreneurial types are buying the book from all over the world. And I think that's how a lot of people are discovering the podcast as well. So, Julie, we left off at point number five, and I really love this fear. I I'm reading it now. I really love this fear. You can tell I was reading it as I was talking. And here it is, <laughs> point number five. Ignorance yeah. equals fear. Knowledge equals confidence. Ignorance equals fear. Knowledge equals confidence. And before you read the description, Jules, that is mm -hmm. something, and I and Jules and I are not – Julie, read Slack, okay? Julie and I are not big fans of DISC, 
Um, we do think it has a purpose, but it's sort of been abused. The personality stuff that you guys, some of you guys, have become overly reliant on. Um, you know, but here's the thing: that is the truth. A lot of folks, and this would be if you're using DIC, the analytical sorts have a tendency to basically not take any action until they've, in their minds, overprepared. And there are certain levels of preparedness that all of you must have. But if you find yourself being one of these personality type, one of these people who has a personality type that you will not wing it ever because you want to make sure that you're never stuck in a situation where you don't know the answer to the possible question they might someday ask. You guys with me on this? And as a result of that, you take no action because you're never going to have enough information in your head. You have to see it for what it is. You're just procrastinating. Or as we like to say for the sake of brevity on this podcast, you're just being lazy. You're being intellectually lazy and you're not challenging yourself. Because in real estate or any other business, there's not that many things that people are ever going to ask you. And if you really think about it, there always comes down to maybe five or six questions that they ask. But most people are going to ask one version or the other of the questions. The nice thing about the Premier Coaching clients is we've already essentially addressed all the potential questions that somebody might ask you. In virtually any situation, we've given you an answer. Our coaching program is a training program on steroids. What it essentially is is it makes it so that you don't have to think. That's the whole goal. They say this, you say this. It's like if you're an actor. That's the whole real benefit of when you follow a proven program like what Premier Coaching is. So make sure you take that seriously. And when you're working on, uh, you know, basically planning on getting started to get ready and you find yourself spending endless amounts of time trying to learn, trying to study, trying to surf different websites, trying to go to different forums and, you know, chat groups and buy different books and go to different motivational speakers, you have to see it for what it is. You are going to forever be in that pattern. You're never going to make forward progress. Julie, you have had a ton of coaching clients that are sort of operate on that level. What do you do to help them understand that ignorance equals fear and knowledge equals confidence? Well, the first thing is to let go of the belief that there is such a thing as a perfect script, a perfect conversation, a perfect transaction, a perfect closing, a perfect inspection. It doesn't exist in real estate. It just doesn't. Even when you think the deal is going perfectly, somebody's going to wreck it or something's going to wreck it. So just embrace the fact that you're going to have to deal with things as they come. And secondly, it is a massive expression of ego to actually believe that somehow you can, you can know everything there is to know before you get started. And I think it's also an expression of ego to think that the world expects you to know everything about everything. And at the end of the day, it is a, a procrastination, and you've just got to – come to terms with that second thing is embrace some of some of some percentage of the getting ready to get started in the the preparedness because I don't want people to go the opposite end of the spectrum and just wing their way through everything that's why we have things like if you refer to previous podcasts the seven-step listing process when you follow a specific plan and you don't deviate and elaborate on that plan everything gets that much easier right that's why we have stop signs in the world, because we all follow that specific rule. If we were all just stopping when we felt like it, it would be chaos. But we don't have a stop sign at every single intersection, do we? There's a level of management to your tendency to want to get ready and over-prepare. So follow the seven Ps and the seven-step listing process. Always send a pre-listing package. A lot of these skills and things that you put into place, they front-load that need to over-prepare You've already handled all the objections when you send a pre-listing package. You don't have to worry about getting ready to anticipate what they might say. It's already covered. So that's how I handle that. And I remind them that ignorance equals fear and knowledge equals confidence. 
So get the knowledge that you need to live the life that you desire. Procrastinating your education is like you know, putting off having your best life possible. There's a quote from Ryan Holiday. Uncertainty and fear are relieved by authority. Training is authority. Get the training you need, but don't just be an education hound, as we lovingly call some of you, that just go from seminar or webinar to webinar to event and don't take action on it. Done is better than perfect. It's like what you said at the top of the call about our letters of gratitude and emails and videos, etc. Done is better than perfect. Who cares if you have a little hiccup halfway through a sentence? Who cares? It's better Joey, to get it over with. Joey, there's a lot – there's a lot of people that tell you one of the blessings of real estate is there's no one way to do it, that you can go and you know, do anything around your you – know, and there's some truth to that, right? So if you're somebody who has uh, you know, some attributes, maybe you're uh, really uh, involved in the community and you have great social connections because you had children go through the school system and you know all these people through PTA and all that, well, you might have an advantage over somebody that has none of those connections. Okay, So what I'm about to say, don't be confused. There is one path to follow to being successful in real estate. There is one path to follow to be successful in real estate if your goal is to make as much profit as you can. There are thousands, millions of people that will tell you that your job as a real estate agent, as an entrepreneur, by the way, not just a real estate agent, is to go out and use your personality and be creative and try to find different ways and work in your brand and your website and your logo. Guys, we got suckered into all that too back when we were selling real estate. But at the end of the day, the things that were making us money was actually doing the real work, doing what we didn't want to do and we didn't want to do it at the highest level. But all these people everywhere we went, everywhere we went were trying to seduce us into this idea that being successful is more complicated than it is. It's not complicated, especially in real estate, guys. It's not. This is the easiest business ever to make yourself rich where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money. Chapter 17 in Harris Rules, by the way. Read that book. You know, there are no, there's no easier business to make a lot of money and to retain a lot of money than there is real estate that I'm aware of. I'm, I'm not. I think this is, you know, people ask us all the time, Tim, I want to get into real, I want to, you know, what business should I get in? What, what should I start? And they're all like, I want to start an internet marketing business or, you know, I want to start a, this kind of thing or that kind of thing. And I want to do this, the other thing. And some of these ideas are really creative. They're inventive. They're cool. And I ask, and Julie will ask, well, what's your goal? Well, I want to make money because I want to, you know, I want to have a Lamborghini or I want to basically, you know, buy a house or I want to travel or I want to. Okay, so if your goal is to make a lot of money and your goal is to then you'll figure this out along the way that you have to help people. But let's just stick on the making a lot of money part. Why would you go and try to choose a path that you have to create your own versus just following a path that has been proven to work in all markets and all price ranges and all market conditions <laughs> to get you from where you are to where you want to be? But what, what is it in the American mind, in your minds, that make you think that if your goal is to help people make money, that you should go and create your own path? That makes no sense if your goal is to make money, to make it so that you have enough profit from your business, that you can reinvest that profit so you can be rich where your money works for you, you no longer have to work for your money. Are you following me here, listeners? Do you guys understand? So don't waste time trying to be creative. Don't waste time trying to basically take our system, for example. Oh, I'm going to put my spin on it. No, do not change the pre-listing pack. Do not change the listing presentation. Do not change the Sharpie close. Do not change too much the scripts. Do not change what we ask you guys to follow because it works. And it's been proven to work thousands, if not at this point, millions of times. So why would you try to change it? Why would you waste time trying to interject your personality into it? The only answer is, is your ego. Sorry, it's true. Here's the reason why. You guys get into business, some of you, and your goal is not to help people, and your goal is not to make money. Your goal is to be creative. 
Your goal is to express yourself. Your goal is to be a business owner so that when you're sitting at Starbucks, you can pass out your card and impress strangers saying, I own my own business. You're stuck at that level mentally and emotionally. And if you stay in that level, which most people do for years, if not decades or their entire lives, they're in love with the romance of being business owners, the romance of being an entrepreneur. I mean, Entrepreneur is a French word, sounds very romantic, and that's where they get stuck. They never move forward with the idea that their whole point of being in business is to make money by helping other people so they can get rich. Guys, read the book, Harris Rules. Sorry to say that again, but it's true. That will keep you on the straight and narrow about what you should be focusing on if indeed your goal is to become financially well off. Julie, next point. Point number six, get out of judgment and criticism and into curiosity. Open your mind to new thoughts and integrate those thoughts into inspired action. Here's a quote from Seneca, the Roman Stoic philosopher and an advisor to Emperor Neo. Some of you longtime listeners know that we like the Stoics. He said, we should hunt out the helpful pieces of teaching and the spirited and noble-minded sayings which are capable of immediate practical application, not far-fetched or archaic expressions or extravagant metaphors and figures of speech, and learn them so well that the words become works. He's talking about taking inspired action based on having some level of a filter of what you're going after. Hunt out the helpful pieces of teaching in the spirit of the noble-minded sayings, which are capable of immediate practical application. So we like that. Sounds a lot like our podcast, hopefully. But get out of judging everything <laughs> oh and criticizing and saying it won't work for me because of this and that, and it's not my market or my broker or whatever, and getting into curiosity. What if I was the one who listed 80% of the for sale by owners in my town? After all, we know for a fact, and I already stated this quite, many, uh, quite a few times, 80% of for sale by owners do list. So instead of being judgmental, oh, you know, only new agents go after FISBOs or FISBOs eat their young or whatever, how about getting into curiosity? What if you just added one or two for sale by owners to your listing inventory per month? Oh, you don't need those 24 deals. Jill, stay where you just were. Okay, I want you guys to listen to what Julie just said. This is the kind of bullshit that basically happens in business and real estate all the time. So people will say, she just said it, when you get into real estate business, that's when people tell you, and I read this sometimes, I read it coming from sometimes people that should know better. They'll say like, oh, only new agents will do, you know, go after the for sale by owners. Only new agents will basically, you know, go after that type of business. Well, but isn't that an interesting thought that someone would say something like that? What, what benefit, I mean, where is, where is that coming from? You know, what kind of insidious, uh, you know, subversive type thinking is going on that you discourage somebody from going and knocking on a door and helping somebody and getting a commission check? It is one simple answer, lack of understanding of how to convert the business, lack of understanding what the true purpose of the business was. So that very thought, only new agents will go and get into the business, what that person is telling you is they're, think about this, guys, they're worried about how they look in the eyes of other agents because they're going after a for sale by owner, which in their world is something only new agents go after. And I, I've been in the business for a long time. Dara, I'm not going to go after that for, that for sale by owner business. That's only for new agents. You following me on this, Julie? They're worried yeah. about how they're going to look in the eyes of other agents, not basically which helping people no making money. Which because makes those no agents sense. Agents aren't going to let you buy with them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I Ever. <laughs> yeah. Ever. All right. Let's get to point number seven, which is a fun point. 
Yes, number seven, versatility is the key to emotional, mental, and financial success. The ability to effectively communicate with, be of service to, and associate with a variety of types of people in a variety of situations will serve you well throughout your career as well as life. It's versatility that gives you the key to emotional, mental, and financial success. Instead of saying, well, I only work with people I click with and waiting for that to happen, make, it an, make an effort to click with everyone. It's not your prospect's job to click with you. It's your job to find out how you can be of service to them. And the most versatile agents we've seen, and you guys that, that I mean, some of you listening are those agents. You know that part of your success is because of your versatility and your willingness to work with people who might not be your personality style, might not like your type of house, Okay, might not be in your exact center of influence, but you have learned to be versatile and be more like them and to be more flexible and help them in spite of the fact that you didn't instantly click or instantly hit it off. So versatility is your friend. I think that's a pretty succinct point. And you know what? That's a good succinct point to uh, round the bend on today's podcast too. Yes, indeed. What do you think? Yeah. So listen, guys, here's the deal. We're basically rolling into the second week of November. All of you right now are facing what everyone has always faced in the history of real estate, a lot of apathy, complacency, and a lot of people being lazy and trying to rationalize you know, the spread of that type of bad behavior. You need to fight against that. Look, this is not just for agents. This is for anybody that's out there. You need to realize that fourth quarter is absolutely setting the table for you for first quarter of next year, not to mention the rest of the year. Um, I've been telling my personal clients this, and I'll tell you guys this as well. I am seeing for the first time in 10 years reasons to believe that the economy and overall uh, financial everything is going to improve next year. Every single year for the last 10 years, we've rolled into the new year, and I've been pessimistic, but I've not been pessimistic. I've been pessimistic because we are blessed to have a lot of friends who are incredibly wealthy, um, and they have basically made us pessimistic over the past 10 years. Most of them are business owners. A lot of them have sold their businesses, and now they're just investors, and they were basically looking at their own you know, tea leaves, their own investments, and, realized, and, and in the past, they hadn't been optimistic. To a person, I have had conversation after conversation with a lot of these guys, and they're all very optimistic. And they've given me a lot of reasons that I'm not going to bore you with, but here's the moral of the story. We are seeing for the first time, and this is not a political conversation, guys. I could that doesn't even you know factor into what I'm saying. But I am personally seeing for the first time reasons to believe that we are going to have a marketably better overall economy next year than we did this year. Housing inventory is going to remain uh, I believe inventory is going to well, – we're going to write a uh, predictions post on, and share it with you guys on the podcast in December, but here's our foreshadowing. Inventory obviously is going to remain constrained. New construction isn't taking enough time to basically spin up new housing units. Uh, there's lots of you know, interesting things that are going to start happening with um, you know, different styles of housing and things like that, architectural things, and people are willing to live in smaller spaces that are – all these types of things. These, these macro trends are starting to play out that people were predicting five, six years ago. But all that stuff aside, here's what matters. There's going to be more people interested in buying more houses next year, and but right now is the basically calm before the storm. By right now, I mean fourth quarter and maybe even the first couple months of next year. So realistically, a four or five months, drill down. Be like Rob. Be like Joe. Be like my other clients who are going 
after the business now and calling the expires, calling the for sale by owners, working your centers of influence. Do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And don't back down. Don't back off. Don't blink. Go after the business. TFW, total effing war. Didn't swear, so don't send me nasty emails. Total effing war is what it's about right now. That's the mindset to have. I know a lot of you guys are, oh, Tim, listen, I've worked hard enough, and I want to take a breather. Okay, that's fine. It's your life. It's your business. But just remember, when you're listening to Julie and I in January and February, and we're congratulating all the people that worked their asses off in the previous uh, quarter of the previous year, and you're suffering financially, you only have yourself to blame because Julie and I have done everything that we possibly could on this podcast on, in our company to keep people motivated and focused so they have a great first quarter of next year. So if you suffer financially the beginning of next year, it is your fault. That's the bottom line. Accept it. It's not the market. It's not the interest rate. It's not the president. It's not the you know lunar orbit. It's not the whatever. It's you. It's your lack of effort. Take it seriously. Own it. And then when you earn it, and when you're having a great first quarter next year, you guys are going to be like on a totally different trajectory because you're going to see the, the results of your efforts, and that's going to motivate you for the rest of the year, and you'll have your best year ever. And next year, for some of you, could be the start of a long run of ever-increasing levels of success in your business and personal life. Years forward, based on your activities now, you could be literally setting the stage for the best 10, 20 years of your life right now because of the fact you chose not to be lazy in fourth quarter. Why not, guys? Why not? Take the risk. Drill down. 10-10 challenge, 10 listings, 10 pounds. Those of you guys who are in the mastermind, you know what I'm talking about. The rest of you, if you want to be in the mastermind, go buy the book on Amazon. <laughs> Leave us a five-star review. And then email help at timandjulieharris.com, and you'll get the login, username, and password. Um, a lot of you guys are asking about Premier Coaching. A lot of you guys are asking about Julie and I being your personal coaches. If you're interested in learning anything about that, you can go to our website, timandjulieharris.com, or you can just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. In the meantime, guys, thanks for continuing to make this the number one listen-to daily podcast. For real estate agents, we have well over 100,000 regular listens. I really, truly appreciate it. And as always, guys, and I'll thank you, this, well, thank you for this forever. Thanks for making Harris Rules the number one international bestseller that it is, and hopefully it will continue to be. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.